Everybody, welcome to the DBC Pod, our bonus episode of the week for The Mandalorian. This is our episode three covering episode four. If that doesn't confuse you enough, this is a Friday before Thanksgiving. And Phil and I just had a good time watching the episode. And Phil, again, this is your second time viewing it of the yeah. night. I did. It is, but it's always. I always enjoy watching it with you because we watch it more straight through. <laughs> when I watch it with the kids, it's like every five minutes, it's like someone needs to go to the bathroom, somebody needs to drink a water or whatever. So, and you could pay attention to more details. So, okay, so straight into the reactions. Um, I don't think we probably won't get into the overall arcing discussion that we had last week, even though I really enjoyed last week's episode and the talks. And we should have kept recording because it went on for like another half hour, I think, after we hit stop. But my first impressions are it's a good bridge episode, even though we're not getting, after last week's excellent episode, it's more of a bridge episode. The ship got fixed, he had a little foray, and now off he goes into uh, the unknown, so to speak. What do you think, Phil? Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely got a little bit more of the larger story, you know, we had with the callback to the scientist, and obviously Moff Gideon was in this one, um, and why, you know, what they were doing with the child with the asset and we find out here that they ha- they were able to secure some of his blood but yeah I, the the first word that comes to mind was it was a fun episode um yes reminded me a lot of the original trilogy movies like the spirit i mean I, I wrote down like five different callbacks to different things from the movies and just that sort of it had a lot of humor too um so just that element of like fun adventure humor it reminded me a lot of the original trilogy movies but good humor, right? Like it wasn't like cheesy. It wasn't like they weren't trying too hard. It was just like natural. Yeah, I mean, the there were definitely a few things you could tell they were they were they were going for and they knew what they were doing. But um, but yeah, but it was for the most place. Yeah, it, it oh, yeah. Fit. yeah. So what I really, I mean, like you're you're doing your callback, right? So what was the thing that I said as soon as the speeder bikes were chasing the crew like out of the ca- the uh, lava canyon? It was like this whole episode is an excuse just to have speeder bikes in it. Yeah, that's all it was, and it was what I, I loved it. I'm like, I'm I'm not ragging on them for it. I mean, I just want to call it out, and I love it. It was great. So and even with that part, there was one specific part with the two guys and one says he not split up have and then they have the, uh, in the, uh, the shot of him the, like the accelerating on foot. That was almost like straight out of the them. shot from uh, the scouts Return of the Jedi when they were on Endor. Right, with the new different helmets. Then you had TIE fighters yeah. and uh, a shootout. And of course, an awkwardly placed control panel that would utterly destroy the whole base with a couple buttons pressed. Which of course was just like in A New Hope when Obi-Wan went out to on a similarly precariously perched panel to bring the shield exactly. down. So. <laughs> so it had all the components of a great episode. So, I mean, th- there, there really isn't too much commentary on this as like, you know, the pl- where Mandalorian's going other than some of the hints. So I liked how it was kind of like adventure episode of the week, right? We had, you got to see some old characters that we, we, we now love now, right? They're, they're part of the lore. Um, and that just got, kind of goes to show how good they did writing those actors Mm-hmm. and directing them last season, right? Because they were more key actors from season one, and we got to see them again. Yep. So the one other callback, oh, not callback, but one thing that interests me, and I wanted to say this, as soon as the episode ended, it was the last season with, with Grimoff, and they had all these, I, I'm assuming they were droids in like charging stations or the whatever. The very end, yeah. I, I think they were droids. I mean, we think of, you know, battle droids or something like that from almost from like the prequel era, or or they were like super suits or something. Cause I mean, I don't know if they're trying to get the blood and inject it into 
to other species, maybe then they, they use those suits. I don't know, or, or maybe it's another plan he has of using those droids. It looked like droids. I mean, to me, it looked like droids, right? I, I don't think they'd be suits, or they would probably he would either be in one of them, yeah, or whatever. Right. Even though they're trying to make him look like a human Darth Vader with his kind of costume or whatever his outfit or whatever you want to call it. But um, they were lined up in bays, so if you want to cross pollinate with Star Trek, they kind of look like Borg kind of like you know modules that they kind of go to rest in type of thing. They're very dark, so you couldn't really make up anything. But it was very ominous, obviously, by the, the camera angle. And the music really kicked in then with, like, Absolutely. very Empire-ish sounding music. Like, so he has a plan, right? And one thing that kind of – I don't know if you picked up on this. So um, there was a female officer that received, like, the tracking devices in the Razor Crest. And, like, you know, you were rewarded in the new era. And that kind of, like, said – I almost got flashes, like, this is how the new order is starting. Right, so they're given hints of that a little bit. Yeah, um, I don't know if they know did at you that pick point. Up on that? I did. I mean, I definitely picked up on the term "new era." I mean, I guess it, it kind of made it seem like, look, we know we suffered a defeat, but the empire will rise again, and there will be a new era to the empire. Um, whether they know at this point it's going to be something sort of separate, like the first order, or just the the right the old empire coming back, but it definitely was like, yes, it will rise again to power, and at that point, you will be rewarded. So I'm going to go – I'm going to take myself out of this um, this episode a little bit. I'm just going to go is that Disney is going to just say the sequels never happened and the new empire will rise again because the new order never really made sense. See here, I promised that we wouldn't go into an overarching conversation about Star Wars, but here I am already trying to um, – put put the the sequels into legends category or <laughs> just, just pass them away so I, again like there, there was there wasn't too much baby yoda was as cute as always right he was cheering on the fight um uh, i made a comment to you because we both have kids when baby yoda was trying to repair the ship with the red wire blue wire yeah um i got really upset by that scene because that's just my life with a seven <laughs> and a five and two year old yeah. The like, I mean, like, I was living in the moment. I'm like, just listen, listen to me, listen. No, no, don't do that. Stop. Listen to me. And it's, yeah. I was like, ah, that's that's my life now, forever. And now Mandalorian sharing on it in the Star Wars universe. It was great. It's just like having a real kid, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. And what it, it kind of also showed that Yoda can kind of understand things because he's able to say red versus blue, and he he understood red. Yeah. And you know, before we kind of like, he can kind of sense like emotion a little bit, but we never knew if he could actually understand words. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of evident that maybe he actually can. Um, and I, I don't think we'll ever see Yoda, baby Yoda, evolve into anything else. But um, it's it's interesting. So here, here's the question: So we we nothing really happened in the overall arc of the story, other than Razor Crest has been repaired, and. Um, we have basically a tease or a foreshadowing to the end where you have these weird kind of scary things in shadows, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that the, the that's the only thing that the show accomplished for the overall story arc. What do you think happens next week? So I think the next week he gets to the planet, and I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it, but where you know he's headed. Uh, whether he gets there at the beginning of the episode or towards the end, I don't know. But I think he gets to his destination next week. Um, and he probably will have to go on a search while he's there or ask people. It's not going to be like he shows up and Ahsoka's right there. 
Um, right. But I don't, I don't think they'll add in another side quest at this point. They've had a couple of those. I think he, I think he gets to the planet next episode. So this, Plus, I this think is, this episode is the one um, Dave Filoni directs. So I'm sure the next one is okay. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't looked at the titles and the direct, the credits for any of the future episodes. So we've had opening sequence, episode one, kind of resetting the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode two, Yoda eats some eggs. The internet goes crazy because bad things are happening or whatever. People get overly sensitive. Uh, episode three happens and you introduce all the characters. Everybody's super stoked. And this is the best episode in the world of Star Wars. Uh, episode four gets us a side quest with a connection to the next episode of where we're going. I wouldn't call it as wasteful as the second episode because we got hints of what's to come. We're setting the grand fight at the end, right? The, the accumulation of the season. So what I think is going to happen next is we can't have another filler episode because we can't do the, we're limited in, in episodes, right? So we, it's not like, uh, X-Files or Star Trek where you have like, just like, you know, a happy episode or a monster of the week episode. So we're going to land on whatever planet and the mysterious cloaked figure that we saw last week that was hiding behind cargo and, and so forth is going to present herself to uh, Mando probably when he lands because he's going to start asking questions, right? So they're going to kind of either she's going to get ahead of him and answer his questions or she's going to follow him and he's going to find some answers and she's maybe guarding Ahsoka because he's going to search for her, obviously. That's where we're leading. So I think you're going to, I think we're going to get to where he's going, like right as the episode opens. And the whole episode is going to be a somewhat of a filler episode, I want to say, but it's going to be a filler episode of like getting to the, you know, what everybody wants. Like it's going to, it's going to end with potentially him, going into and seeing Ahsoka for the first time and then it cuts off. Like she maybe maybe it's like Eps like um a Force Awakens where you see Luke and it ends type of thing. Yeah. I or think that's how the, that episode her ends. back or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. You're right. You like you can see her posture and you recognize it from the show. You don't see her face when you just see like maybe her hood's down, and you see her head from the back type of thing. And it's like, you know, yeah, exactly. Very like, you know, um you know what she looks like. So she's like, that's her. And then everybody goes, <gasps> and then go to credits and you're like, ha ha ha. You now have to wait another week type of thing. So I, I think there's going to be an adventure and some sleuthing. And um, what I would love to see is um, potentially um, a different planet type. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think you're going to find, we're going to go like a city planet finally, or is it going to be another backwards planet, backwater planet? Yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be more, backwater maybe not quite as much but it is a it's a new city it's not something or a new planet it's not really known in the star wars universe so i can't imagine it's anything major um but i don't think it'll be just like a a forest world with like just a village on it or something like that you know i think it'll be a little bit more than that but i guess we'll find out well okay so we have a new we have a new place that they're going to go to hopefully it's a new new scenario it's not desert it's not water it's not like you know whatever maybe hopefully there's a lot of people involved but then again if you're chasing after an aloof jedi and some mysterious people it's probably going to be backwards because we're still on the outer rim i don't think he's going that far right Um, so i just hope that there's come there's maybe I just, as much as I love the action and the adventure, I would like to see a little bit more of drama going into this next episode. I think that would be kind of benefit where the series is. And um, 
and a little bit of a space adventure too might towards towards the end might be really beneficial i would like to see some more spaceships not flying in atmosphere but in outer space um and and i don't think there's much else to touch on this episode but phil you were mentioning um that you wanted to also talk about the last yeah, just when when you're talking about like kind of what happened in this episode and Obviously, there was the a little bit more with the scientist and Moff Gideon and his plan, and you even got you know like one of those classic Star Wars sh- scenes where the camera's underneath the big ship as it passes by and stuff. Oh, yep, yep, I noticed that as well. But uh, one other part was you know when the the New Republic pilot uh, Blue, I think that she called him that you know he he was in the last episode or or two episodes ago as well. Um, he's talking to her and kind of saying you know you know, we could use you in, in the fight. And he said, there's something going on out here, something bigger than just these random things. And so I don't know if that's just Moff Gideon playing in different areas or if there's, you know, Moff Gideon's here and there's other um, similar level people like him with their own little fiefdoms elsewhere on the outer rim. And the uh, the New Republic's kind of trying to figure out what's going on and, you know, whatever that leads to, who knows. But that seemed like that was pointing to a larger story arc and you could kind of see Kara you know at the end he gave her the republic badge and stuff like that and i think she was kind of con- or she looked pretty pensive and was sort of like okay you know what am i really fighting for and if there is this bigger cause out there do i need to jump back in well that that's her inner conflict i mean this yeah. is an excellent point we i was about to end the episode and then you basically opened this up to something that um thankfully you're writing notes that i'm not right so um yeah so you, you can see her inner conflict for sure that's a good notice like she's kind of settled in like i'm just working with friends i'm just going to be in this the marshal right in this little locale but you could tell that she's always she wants to be destined <coughs> for bigger fights or better things um and that was a good pickup now to your other point with um with gideon and, and everything else i don't think it's a fiefdom in the empire because the empire has got to get the, the, their shiny new uniforms new tech yeah that's true they got- did point out that the uh you know the guy made a comment that the the ship the transport ship was like a mint condition brand new which obviously is a fun play because that's a, a mock of the mattel toy that got created that back in the 80s that actually was never in the movies so they brought it back for the mandalorian so it's just kind of funny that if you had a mint condition one of those toys it'd be worth a lot Oh, right. Yes. I did actually remember reading about that. That's a good pickup. I didn't put two and two together. That's a good point. Um, clearly, they have money. You know, it's not just a ragtag group of leftovers. Like, this is some new stuff they have. Yeah. So, it, I don't think there's a fiefdom unless this fiefdom is actually quite large. And if it was quite large, I think the Republic would know about it type of thing. So, they might be scattered. But now, here, here's the next question, though. So, you know, you've got Gideon here that they're going after. Obviously, he's going to be like the end boss of season two, right? So I think they settle with him on season two because it's a good end goal because you're not going to want him to be the big bad and the big, you know, story driver in season three, right? It just, I think it might get a little bit too old at that point, um, potentially anyway. But do you think there's a bigger boss or is getting the top, top dog at this point? Yeah, I think I, I can see it a couple different ways. One is that to your point, they, they settle with him, they capture him, kill him, whatever, and then they find out that there was somebody above him. And like, that's what happens for season three. Um, I think it could just be another bad guy, maybe bigger, but not necessarily connected to Gideon that they find out. Or maybe he does get away, but you realize that he wasn't just in this area, that he's in charge of something much, much bigger. And, um, but he does get away. And then you just find out that you're going to have to 
go through a lot more stages to get to the final boss. Like this was just, you know, some of those video games where you, after the first three levels, you, you battle the boss, but you don't actually fully defeat him until the end right. of the game. It could be that type of thing. I mean, I could see Gideon, like you go in to fight him and you think you're going to get him and he, he escapes or something happens and um, he gets away. But at that point, you realize he's not the ultimate guy. He's just like a lieutenant or like the second hand man or the right hand man of somebody much more fearsome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope, I mean, I would love for that to happen because I could see them, you know, because they, they want more Star Wars movies at some point in the next two, three, four years or whatever it might be. And if they start developing this, again, I'm going back to the beginning of the show where I'm trying to get rid of the sequels. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, the, that's the problem here because there's a finite space between right. this and Force Awakens, which is what, like 25 years from now? Is that, is that, is that um, what it is? Ish? Ish, yeah. Ish. I thought it was like 30-something years between Jedi it's and... like five Force years Wing. after. So, yeah, so it's about 25 this, years. Yeah, so this is five plus 30-something, like minus uh, from the 30-something. So, yeah, 25 years. Like, you, what are you going to... You can't squeeze that much because you're going to do another Clone Wars with this, right? You're going to create this whole universe with alternative characters that have big, big things to do in the galaxy, and then it all is, like, forgotten. Right. by history in Force Awakens, which is stupid. Yeah. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. And I'm not even going to start contemplating and writing fan fiction on this podcast to, to figure <laughs> all that out. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I like how they're allowing the season to breathe. Like you got big updates last week. You got introduced, introduced to new characters, which probably obviously will come back at some point, whether it's this season or next. And... Um, I can already see Disney react, seeing people's reaction to last week's episode and be like, hmm, maybe we have other Disney Plus shows in the making now with some of these characters, which I think would be awesome. And just so everybody else knows, Eric, Phil made fun of me because I, on social media that I never watched Clone Wars. Just give everybody an update. I watched the first six episodes, even though that's only, what, um, one and a half, two hours worth of <laughs> um, programming at this point. Um, I'm trying. It's good stuff. Um, but you know, I'm making my way because the 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 fact that Filoni is on this show, I should have been caught up completely between season one and two. But I see where they're going with all this, so I need to be now uh, kept up to date with everything that's been done before. Um, okay, with that, I think we're at the twenty-ish minute mark. Um, we had some technical difficulties, so you might see some hacked together <laughs> um, audio files in the in the middle. So I apologize for that afterwards. Uh, catch us this week on our typical weekly show, which we'll be recording in a couple of days. And I think, Phil, this is going to be one of the first episodes in a while where it's a happy episode. Yeah, you were commenting that uh, it, you've never seen the kind of the news threads on the various message boards so positive. So, uh, so a lot of cool say. stuff. A lot of good so, stuff. So, would, so do we keep that going or do we kind of try to get it to crash it down and bring people back to reality? No, no. We're always want to bring the magic you know whether whether it's there, there was a there were uh, well I think you know what uh, I'll just save it for the weekend the episode <laughs> that we're going to record the other day because this is a Mandalorian episode. With that being said, guys, thanks for listening. Phil's going to publish this on social media hopefully tomorrow night, which is Saturday. I'm assuming I'm going to get off my butt and do some uh, editing tomorrow morning. With that being said, guys, have a good night, and we'll see you in a couple of days. Take care, guys. All right, have a good one.